Well, here I am. Welcome to the Coconut Red Bull Studio in St. Paul, Minnesota at the University of St. Thomas. My name is James Carlton, and today we're going to talk briefly about the Minnesota Wild. I was at the game last night when they defeated the Philadelphia Flyers in overtime after a empty net goal from the Flyers tied the game with a couple minutes left to go in the third period. The Wild had lost three games in a row in regulation, and they desperately needed a win against a Flyers team that is in the basement of the Metropolitan or Atlanta, whatever division they're in. They're in the basement of their division. So the Wild ended up winning in overtime. I got my own cell phone footage of Matt Zuccarello's gorgeous, filthy, absolutely filthy nutmeg goal to win the game. And luckily it was on the end that I was actually sitting on because, um, I was sitting, um, with the person that I was with on the, uh, uh, excuse me, on the, the end where the wild only shoot once during the, the regular part of the game or during the, the first three periods. So in overtime, the wild actually shoot on the, on the college student end. So that's always a fun site. That's a fun treat when, uh, when uh, you're there, if they make it to overtime. So looking at the standings here now, with the Wilds win last night, they are they take over the Avalanche for third place in the Central Division. They have a very, very slim lead. They have 56 points. Colorado has 55. Um, in the last 10 games, the Wild are 4-4-2. Four, four, and two. Not awful, not great. Um, so in that span, obviously, you're looking at 10 points in your last 10 games, which is obviously not bad. It's half of the points you could have gotten. But here we are. Um, you're looking at this and the wild if the wild were literally out of a playoff spot yesterday and now they've climbed back into one simply because the western conference is so competitive you look at the fourth and fifth place team in the um in the pacific division and the wild has more points in the flame so technically they would be the um the the next wild card right now in theory actually now i think about it no they wouldn't be if they had lost last night but in theory, they, they're on the cusp. What I'm trying to get at here is the Western Conference is so competitive. It is so competitive, and there's a good chance that the Wild could miss the playoffs. They could barely squeak in. They could go on a run and just take it. They could even win the Central Division still. Who knows? But the Western Conference is very, very competitive this year. The Central Division is always competitive. you got teams like Dallas, Winnipeg, Colorado, um, St. Louis in your own division, let alone the fact that Chicago is a dumpster fire right now. If Chicago wasn't a dumpster fire, we'd have to deal with them too. You look at the Pacific division, the Kraken are doing real good. The Golden Knights are on a, a tear. Kings are doing good. Um, my apologies, checking my email for a second. Um, Oilers, obviously, McDavid, Dreisaitl, they're, they're killing it. Flames are doing good. Uh, there's a lot of competition in this Western Conference as opposed to the Eastern Conference, which is a little bit weaker. Um, just a little bit weaker. The Metropolitan Division seems like the worst one, but uh, this year we have a lot of great teams, and we have a lot of uh, we got a lot of dumpster fire teams: the Blue Jackets and the um, the Blackhawks, and the Canadians, etc. The Canadians aren't even a dumpster fire. The, Can the Canadians have 44 points. Nonetheless, we take a look at the Wild schedule here, and the Wild have the Buffalo Sabers, who they lost to in overtime. Um, a couple weeks ago up in Buffalo. That was the first Buffalo Sabres home game after the DeMar Hamlin injury. And I remember watching that overtime and it was just, it was electric. It was, there's no other way to describe what that overtime felt like for those fans up there. Uh, that would have been a great game. I saw Buffalo last year and they beat us. They straight up beat the wild when they traveled to St. Paul last year. And that's when Buffalo was in the, in the, the, the bottom of their division. Um, Buffalo has a lot of young talent on their team, and they could definitely uh, go on a run here and make it to the playoffs there in the Eastern Conference. 
the Wild, and they're playing tomorrow at uh, 8 p.m., even though the game is in uh, is in St. Paul. And then after that, they will play the uh, – or is it – and then is it the All-Star break right after that? We're looking at the schedule here. They got the Sabres uh, tomorrow, and then we go to the All-Star break. They go to the All-Star break, then they got the Coyotes, Stars, um, Devils, Golden Knights, Panthers, Aval. It does not – the point that I'm trying to make is it doesn't get any easier from here. In fact, it's going to be very, very difficult. Like we said, the Western Conference is very, very competitive. As far as last night goes, um, the goals that the Flyers scored were not weak. They were very good and earned. And Marc-Andre Fleury seemed like he was very comfortable. And I thought that I was concerned going into the game. What were they going to do? Because Fleury recently hasn't been doing that great. And um, Gustafsson has been doing good. So it's one of those things, it's like, do you put Flurry in the net in front of this Flyers team, which isn't so good, to give him his confidence back? And at the end of the day, excuse me, um, Flurry got his win. Flurry got a win. He's got some more confidence under his belt leading into the the late stretch of the season here. So I think the win and starting him last night did a really good service to Marc-Andre Flurry. And as far as uh, Gustafsson goes, I think he's going to still remain solid. Um, the Flyers... The, I, what I was concerned about last night was, although the Wild won, I f- still feel like the Wild are playing at a really sluggish pace. There were portions of the game where the Wild just dominated the offensive zone, and they were just throwing it around, um, and they had co- complete confidence in each other. The best example of that being the Matt, Gold, the Matt Boldy, Kirill Kaprizov power play goal. Good Lord. That goal in the third period. It was the third period, right? Where Because um, it was on the other end. Where Matt Boldy, he... Um, he, 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 excuse me, Kirill Kaprizov, he, he timed this pass to Matt Boldy across the crease at the perfect time for Boldy to get his second goal in the night. It was incredible. It was genuinely incredible. And then in the third period, right, in the third period, he gets another great feed. He just got a wide open net. And then Carter Hart, the, uh, the, the, I almost said the Phillies, the, uh, the Flyers goalie, he makes this incredible, he flashes the leather and he gets a piece of it and it goes into the net, uh, the, the netting, um, not the actual hockey net itself, but the protective netting for the fans. It was an incredible save and it you could just see the wind taken out of the souls of all the players on the ice and everybody in the crowd uh, thinking that Matt Boldy uh, got his hat trick. And the thing about it was there was one fan over on the side where the wild shoot twice and there was one fan who actually prematurely threw his hat onto the ice because he thought it went in so there was one just sad hat on the ice for a non-hat trick so uh that is a little bit unfortunate i hope that uh the person that threw that hat was able to get another one without it being too expensive because we know the merch sales these days are pretty crazy but nonetheless kaprizov looked awesome as always the thing about kaprizov that i always go back to is despite how good of a scorer he is despite how good he can stick handle and everything like that I think he's a much better passer than he is a scorer. And that, I'm not saying he's a bad scorer. He's an incredible scorer. He's one of the best scorers in the league. But the fact of the matter is the way that he passes the puck, and it's not always a good thing, because sometimes he takes some stupid risks, and those stupid risks turn into turnovers. That happened a lot two years ago, and that would really come back to bite the wild in the rear end. But the thing is, now that he's had more experience in the NHL, Kirill, a lot of these dangerous passes that he's doing, they're resulting in... Uh, in catastrophe a lot less often. The way Kirill Kaprizov passes the puck is so incredibly fast, risky, and just dangerous, and it always seems to work out. It always seems to work out, and I have no idea how it does. It's insane. 
So yeah, the Wild, taking a quick look at the standings here. Uh, Wild are in third place of the Central. They are uh, they are nine points behind the Stars, who have 65. They are seven points behind the Jets, who have 63. And they are uh, they are one point ahead of the Colorado Avalanche, two points in front of the Predators. This division is tight. There is no room for error, and the Wild desperately need to get on a good run, or they could they could uh, face the music of having to be a wild card team, or even worse, they could face the music of not making the playoffs at all. Um, and is is the goal of this year to win a Stanley Cup? No, it's not. The goal of this year is to make it out of the first round. It's steps. The Wild are a good team. They always have been, but they're one. They've only made it out of the first round like three years in their 22 year experience, um, uh, experience of being a team. The goal this year is to just make it out of the first round and see where things take us. So, um, yeah, nonetheless, we have a great season ahead of us. Just going to take one more quick preview. Um, who we have here. We got the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow night at 8 PM central time, uh, Monday, February 6th, after championship Sunday for the NFL, we have the wild going on the road to the smallest arena, uh, mullet arena down in, um, Phoenix or excuse me, in Glendale, Arizona, where the Coyotes play. Uh, that's where St. Thomas hockey is actually playing right now against the Arizona, uh, state team. And then you've got the Dallas stars on the road at the American airlines center on February 8th, Wednesday, 7 30 PM. Uh, good start time there. Golden Knights at wild. It's always, always one of my fan favorites to see golden Knights versus the wild after that playoff series two years ago. That went seven games that Flurry beat us in. And then uh, New Jersey Devils at home, Panthers at home, try to get some revenge there for what happened in Florida. And then uh, Colorado at home. And then for the rest of the season, we are, keep in mind, we are 65% of the way done with the season, or 60%. The Wild desperately need to get on a good run here. They haven't had any, they just got off of their worst stretch of the season, losing three regulation games on the road. They desperately needed to get three points out of those six, but unfortunately it just didn't happen. So nonetheless, um, please drink coconut Red Bull. Coconut Red Bull is love. Coconut Red Bull is life. Please watch out for our Royal Rumble predictions that will be coming out on Saturday morning. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.